Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Hey there, Post Institute. This is Christy Saul, the co-founder, coming at you live with another episode of Post Daily Dose. The best little parenting show on the internet. I hope you guys are doing great today. You know what? I'm actually doing really well. But I will tell you that I feel like my brain and my heart are both just wanting to explode. <laughs> like, just like, oh. Ooh, ooh. I am tempted to say it's so hard. But I know that saying it's so hard just reinforces a feeling and a belief that it's so hard. And I don't want to reinforce that. So I'm going to say it's tricky. It's tricky. There's a tricky business trying to figure this out and trying to tr trying to crack these codes, isn't it, folks? Ooh. And being on the side of trying to be a helper, um, you know, and wishing, oh, God, I just wish, I just wish I had, like, a magic answer. Like, I could just say, here's the magic answer. And it's just, you know, it's as simple as taking that pill. Yes, Joni, I got to lean into it, girl. I have to lean into it. I have to fall in love with the process just like everybody else. Just like everybody else. I have to fall in love with this process of growth, process of healing. The way wounds get uncovered is messy. Messy business. Knowing that uh, behavior is communication. Just keep reminding yourself Behavior is communication. What is this behavior telling me? What is it telling me? That is the thing. Like, you've got to stop, right? we got to all stop. Pause. Take some deep breaths because we all have amygdalas and where our amygdalas get hijacked. And, oh, my goodness, we can end up having a teenager or a tweenager who's dropped into being a three- or four-year-old. And then we can drop right into adolescence right next to him. And then we got two people fighting it out. Only I'm a grown-up. <laughs> it can happen to any of us. It can happen to any of us. Being mindful, is the more you practice it, the more you practice that level of mindfulness, that level of awareness, the pause, the deep breaths. The more you practice it, the more it becomes second nature the more we quit feeling like it's so hard if we tell ourselves it's so hard we're going to believe it's so hard so let's flip the script on that it's tricky business we're talking about hidden disabilities that's how i think of it i had a call um from somebody that i do ongoing coaching with and she, like rarely do I get like an unexpected phone call from her and she called. So I knew it must have been pretty big. And, you know, thank goodness everybody's okay. It all is working out. It's all going to work out. But it got really heated and intense. And at the root of all of it was a child who has hidden disabilities, malformed emotional regulatory system, an excitement about an upcoming event and three siblings that needed to figure out how to finish their homework before the excitement could begin. 
So you can see what a tangled mess that has the potential of being, right? The malformation of the, of the emotional regulatory system, the impact of trauma, how that changes the wiring of the brain, how it makes it so difficult for children to be able to have, to maintain their emotions and, and not just be completely carried away by them. So, hidden disabilities, I want to talk about that, and I'll be honest with you, I actually intentionally, I have something I'm headed to, but I, I intentionally wanted to leave my house to talk about this a little bit, because my daughter has visual, visual, vis, visible disabilities. She is mobile by wheelchair. So, I have the visual reminder. It's always been a part of our life. I have the visual reminder that she has unique needs. And as her parent, it is my job. It is my duty. It is my responsibility to do the best that I can to take her needs into consideration and to make arrangements, life arrangements, so that she can live the best possible life being a person who is mobile by wheelchair and from the get-go I knew walking isn't everything being able to walk or not being able to walk does not define a person that does not define her so I'm gonna show you this is this is our this is my van her van is much nicer um, but we have this ramp I have these tie downs right here so she can pull up in the front seat of the car and be locked down for her security. And she gets up in the morning out of the bed and into her wheelchair and she spends her entire day in her wheelchair until she is ready to go back to bed. That is what it's like when you are a person who is mobile by wheelchair. For her, I mean, other people may do it differently and that's fine. So I'm telling you that and I'm showing you my van and I'm telling you a little bit about our life because she has a visible disability. Children who experience trauma, many of them have invisible disabilities. They have invisible disabilities. They are not just bad children. Trauma has changed their brains. And if they were exposed to meth or alcohol or crack cocaine or other drugs while they were in the womb, then that is going to make it even more complex. That creates even more damage to the brain and the emotional regulatory system. We cannot just see these children as being defiant and bad because that is not going to get us where we need to go. They have a hidden disability and we need to be prepared for that. We can't, if I pulled up to get my daughter and I was not prepared, then I am going to be in a very difficult situation, aren't I? If I have a child and I know that they have experienced trauma and I know that uh, in addition to trauma, they have also experienced fetal alcohol syndrome, neonatal abstinence syndrome, other insults to their brain, maybe they've had head injuries, then I need to take that into consideration and I need to be prepared for parenting the child I have. They are not just being bad. They are not just being defiant. 
they are super sensitive and in that sensitive state they become purely they're your child i was just getting ready to get disconnected so you have to be prepared and part of that preparedness is partly your self-care so if your kids are in school then you give yourself 30 minutes to an hour to unwind to finish up anything that you have strung out any of your projects or any of your whatever you take yourself 30 minutes to an hour and you get ready to get into parent mode because as soon as they hit the door they're going to need 100 percent of your attention at least for a period of time and they're probably going to need you to either play with them love on them listen to them or watch them do something 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 a million times they, I mean, need to go run up and down the street. You may need to take your phone so it can be your stopwatch. So you can say, let's see how fast you can run down the street. Let's see how fast you can ride your bike. Let's see how many times that you can do flips on the trampoline. They need you to be able to engage with them. They need you. They cannot do it by themselves. And we get so mad because they can't do it by themselves, but it's not their fault. They're doing the best they can with the wiring that's in their brain. Asking them to sit still and be quiet while you finish XYZ when they just came home from school is just not realistic. It's just not realistic. And then you're going to get mad at them. And then you're going to have to give the time to them anyway. So just give it to them up front. And you can avoid all, not all of it, I know, it's not always going to be avoidable, but you can avoid a whole lot, a whole lot of the turmoil when you just realize that they are not being bad, they are not doing this on purpose, they are sensitive, and their brains have been affected by trauma. Their brains have been affected by alcohol in the womb. Their brains have been affected by meth in the womb. Their brains have been affected by brain injuries. Their brains have been affected. Their entire neurocircuitry is affected by that. They really need us. They have lots of needs. Just like my child has lots of needs. I can see the needs with my eyes because of them being physical. It's like Brian talks about, he, you know, he keeps talking about how he wants to, he wants to get some sunglasses mod made for us parents to be able to put on and see our children from that baby lens and stress, mom's hormones. That's right, high stress pregnancies. There's so many things. Thank you, Dorothy, for that reminder. There are so many things outside of, they're just defiant. They're just bad. They're just mean. There's so much more underneath that. So much more underneath that. Sometimes we just need to get really quiet and get behind the lens of our children. Get behind their lens. Imagine what the world is like for them. Imagine what it's like from their perspective. Imagine... You know that feeling when you're really upset with them and you like literally lose it and you kind of go after them? Like, not kind of, you do. You go after them because you feel like they've been after you all day with their mean words and their ugly language or throwing things or whatever. And then finally you've had enough and you go after them. That feeling in your brain, that supercharged up, amped up feeling in your brain, 
That's how they feel all the time. Can you imagine? Can you imagine feeling that plugged in all of the time? They need us. They need our help. They need our love. They need our emotional regulation. They need our activity. They need our, at least us to be in. If we can't get out there and rip and run and play anymore because we're kind of (laughs) old, then they at least need us to sit and watch, to sit and watch and be an audience and be the timekeeper and who can hold the breath their longest and who can run the fastest. And You know, they just need us to be as present as we possibly can. So... When it's a school day and you know they're going to be coming home from school and you know they've been sitting there all day doing the best they can and yeah, maybe they've been getting in trouble at school too, I know. I mean, it's a big deal. Or maybe they've done great at school and they hold it together and then they come home and they're like, right? Like Tigger everywhere. I know, I know, it's hard. It's hard. So you give yourself 30 minutes or so before they're coming home. You wrap up any of your loose ends because when they hit the door, they need you to be all about them. That's just how it is. And that's what we signed up for because we're the parents. We're the adults. And when we give them that 30 minutes to an hour, Brian says 20 minutes of time in after any significant separation, snuggle, love, hug, listen, play, hear about their day. Uh, ask them what they, instead of asking how was your day, ask them what'd you have for lunch. And if you pack their lunch, pack something sneaky and surprising so that when they come home from school, you can have that to talk about. Ask them what'd you have for lunch. Ask them who'd you sit by at lunch. Ask them who'd you play with on the playground. Avoid, you know, instead of just this open, how was your day? What'd you do today? Fine, nothing. Ask a little bit more. See if they can share a little bit more. Cuddle up to him. Get close to him. Maybe maybe your kid is the one that when they come in, they need uh, 20 minutes of time in and some cartoons. Some of their favorite shows from when they were little and life was simpler. Just to help everybody calm down. Welcome them home. I'm so glad you're home. Welcome home. They need to be celebrated. Man. Imagine if you've been getting in trouble at school to somebody who just doesn't, you don't feel like they have time for you. They don't have the patience for you. At some point, we just got to give in and meet the need. Just meet. If you don't meet the need, it's the demand is just going to get more intense. It's just going to get more intense. So you might as well just meet it up front, right? So how to meet it up front is you give yourself 30 minutes or so before they're going to be home. And when they get home, you be ready. Maybe get your snack in before and have their snack ready. And be ready because when they hit the door, they're going to need you. They're going to need you. So, if you've not already done so today, push pause on everything. And remember what we came into this for. We came into this because we had love to give. Love is the greatest healing force we know. Take a few minutes, take some deep breaths, get your heart in that position to listen and understand and just love on them and hear about their day and interact with them because that's what they need from us. Let the love you have for them shine from your eyes. Let them feel it from your body. And if something's happening today where you just can't do that, then when you go to bed tonight, 
You take one little thing, one little positive thing from the day and you blow that up in your mind, even if it was just a tiny, tiniest little spark of connection, because that is the building block that you're gonna need to be building on. The one tiny positive thing becomes your focus. What you focus on grows. That doesn't mean that there's not benefit to cracking the code and going back and looking at where things went wrong, because that is beneficial to inform ourselves of what we can do differently. But focus on at least one positive moment, because that is the direction that you want to create more of. So with that, I'm going to tell you all good night. Have a blessed evening. Have a blessed evening. You are among friends. I know this is hard work, but really it's heart. It's not hard work. It's heart work. It's the work of our heart. It's the work of changing our understanding. It's the work of being that place for your child where they're the superstar. They're the rock star. You see the goodness in them. I know there's lots of areas where they're struggling, but they need to have somebody. There's got to be somebody in their world who sees how hard they're trying and who sees what they're up against and who can point at the moments where they shined. So bless you too, Joni. Bless you too. You guys have a good evening. If it's been a rough one, just try to make tonight as simple as possible. Just keep it real simple and keep loving the front. Y'all have a blessed night. We'll see you tomorrow.